0: hello everybody and welcome back to the mummy means business podcast today again i'm joined with my son who's banging in the background so if you hear any noise just ignore that it's just him playing with my makeup box he's literally just destroying it that's his favorite toy at the moment um so today something interesting i was actually reading an article um about um about the importance of visualizing your future and visualising what you want in life from a young age in order to um, have success. And one of the stories that they were saying is Jim Carrey, um, obviously he's a famous comedian and actor and he was once like a wannabe actor and he appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1997 and he spoke about his early days trying to make it in the entertainment business. He was broke, he had no future but he took a blank check and wrote it out for $10 million to himself for acting service. And he dated the check Thanksgiving of 1990, um, 1995. And for years and years and years, he carried that check in his wallet. He'll look at it in the morning and almost, um, and almost project what he wants for the future. Um, to receive this 10 million dollars and five years later he was um, able to actually secure a starring role in the movie Dumber and Dumber which he got paid 10 million dollars for that show so when I was reading the article I was thinking wow this is just this is such a really small example of knowing what you want from a young age and actually um, and actually you know saying that this is what I want and and wishing that into existence. Obviously, as Christians, we we believe in God and we believe in faith and we believe in prayer. So I was thinking, how how about if putting this in a Christian's perspective, especially for mums who have kids, have a family and want to have a hustle, want to have a side business, but don't know what that is. So I thought it'd be great to have an amazing woman who I've known for years and years and years come on this podcast to discuss this topic um Rosa is a wife she's a mum um and she's also a specialist at Great Lens UK you can find her on Facebook if you just search Rosa James hair you can find her and see her amazing work and um I've known her for many many years and she's always been someone who has an encouraging word for anybody like she's a very very positive person she knows what she wants and she's um yeah, she's someone who i've actually admired for many years she's just she's just a go-getter she's an amazing mum it's her beautiful daughter um and i thought it'd be great to have her come on this podcast and you know discuss this topic so welcome rosa
1: oh thank you i appreciate it
0: oh no of course of course aka beautiful rose <laughs> um so before we kind of get into the nitty-gritty of the topic um I just want to ask you how has motherhood been for you um do you feel like you're raising your daughter in the same way that you were raised
1: um motherhood it's it's been wonderful to be honest um obviously it comes with many challenges but um for me personally I've actually found it really okay like really kind of easy I say that because um, from a young age I've always 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 dreamt of um, my home and and being a mum so from young um, in my tradition in my culture um, I'm from Kurdistan um, which is the north of Iraq in the Middle East and you're trained from very young to be a homemaker and so you're 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 just naturally um you're just naturally a pick up and you're just good at building a home to be honest like um being a wife and cooking and cleaning and just just running your your house so um i just always dreamt of it from from young um so being a mum um just kind of it just came natural to me i don't know how to explain it.
0: But you know what, it's good that you're saying that because me, I even though I'm Nigerian and you know in Nigeria you kind of raise your family in similar similar ways, like to cook and clean. And as a woman, this is kind of not your role in the house, but these are things that you need to know as a woman. Um, I think my mom got lazy with me and my sister. <laughs> I think she just enjoyed cooking and cleaning, so she was like, "I'll do it. Don't worry." So when I did become a wife, like a, being a wife wasn't something that you know, I envisioned from a young age, I knew that obviously eventually I would like to get married, but it wasn't something that I was, that was in my mind, so when I did become a wife, I think the transition was a lot harder, and even becoming a mum, it was hard to kind of shift the focus off, be less selfish basically, and be more selfless, but it's amazing how, you know, this is something that, this is morals that you've instilled in yourself from a young age, it's this something that you're instilling in your daughter as well now, obviously she's only two, I think, yeah Yeah,
1: she's only two and a half um yeah I mean my upbringing because it was like that coming into um, marriage um you definitely I wasn't perfect and so I learned 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 my husband learned lots of things along the way um but the way that I was raised um I'm definitely showing those attributes to Liana um even um when I when I clean I try to get her involved to help me put things in the washer, put things in the dryer. Um, I got her a hoover, I got her cleaning set, I got her um, a sink, washing up bowl. So when I'm washing up, she stands on a stool and she washes up her stuff. When I'm cooking, she stands on her stool and she joins me. And I just involve her, involve her. A lot of um, what I do, a lot of people do comment and say, she's just like you, she just does, she just, whatever she does is, you, you could tell that she's caught it from me so yeah I do try to show her what how I was raised
0: and even if you're if, for the fact that you're instilling it at such a young age do you, do you feel like did you ever think oh maybe she's too young to start learning this or is there no such thing as you know being too young to like have a um to kind of put those values in your children
1: do you know what I just I just followed her to be honest because um you know when it comes to birthday christmas and just buying things for your kids you, um you buy toys and so when i would take her out to playgroups now she would she used to always go to the kitchen and she would go towards um just certain items and so i um got her those for for home and so when it came to like washing machine or dryer she would want to say mommy here or in my language she speak um fluent kurdish to her at home only Kurdish and so she says Daya Daya um so she wants she wants to do it and so she'll take it from me and she wants to put it in if I try to do it she'll stop me and she wants to do it herself so it was on her cues and because she was showing those things I then just encouraged and you know helped it along as well
0: but then growing up did you did you did you ever think your life would be like this because I know every day I thank God for the life that He's given me because it's not something that I envisioned. I honestly, honestly thought that I will be like, you know, I'll I'll be somewhere in America. I literally I remember when I first came to church. I think I spoke to you about it when I was like 16 and you laughed at me. And I was like, don't worry, in next year I'm gonna go to America, I'm gonna become an actress. And you were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and you knew and I, I was looking at you like this girl doesn't believe me don't worry I'm gonna prove her wrong but I never ever thought that you know me at 26 will um you know will have a home let alone have a beautiful son and still have my work and still have my career and still be pursuing that is this is that something you know the way that your life is now is that something that you've you know you envisioned from a young age mm,
1: and Vicky you're doing a wonderful job oh, you're doing a really, really great oh. job. Thank you. you. really are just, um, you know, you're you're adapting. And, you yes, know, you're doing great. That's that's the word for it. You have to That's it. You're adapting. Yeah, you're not. Uh, so, um, what was your question?
0: No, I said, so did did you did you envision, you know, your life to be the way it is now from when you were young?
1: So, um, so in honesty, yes, to the T. When I was younger, from a very tiny age, like. Um, seven eight very very small because of my upbringing I was only around Kurds so we didn't know any other cultures I didn't speak to any other type of human that wasn't a Kurd um, because we came and migrated from Kurdistan in 1994 and so um, we all just stayed together And so that was my community that was my world and so that's all I kept seeing was women households families
0: My family,
1: <laughs> excuse me, my family. Um, and so I just dreamt of my home and the way that I am, particularly. I'm quite reserved and don't have many words, I don't speak. A lot.
0: But when you get going, you get going,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, 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 oh, not, not publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just dreamt of um, just a quiet, peaceful life. I have in a home, a husband, a wife, um, kids, nuclear family, and me being at home full time and me raising my children and being there for my husband and we doing life together. I just dreamt of it from young, very young. And so as I grew up, um, the career that I chose had to be in line with that first. Me being at home first, number one.
0: So you purposely made sure that the career you, you know, you pursued would um would kind of fit the lifestyle that you wanted, even before you had that lifestyle.
1: Yes, yeah. So so originally, like when you're younger, you know, you pick so many different careers. I want to be a veterinarian. I want to, and all that. So when I when it came to about fifteen, I um I said to myself, I can't. I'm not gonna pick something that's not gonna allow me to be with my kids um, that I raise them myself um, I don't want to bring them to send them off to nursery to send them off to things um, and we thank God for them but I didn't want to do that from very like tiny age <clears throat> so from from 15 I said to myself I want to pick something that I can be free and so when I bring children I can still work and bring income and do something for myself but at the same time I'm fully 100% there for them when I bring them.
0: But then like realistically how do you manifest that into a reality because you know obviously that wasn't even on my mind from a young age but I think you know it's important when you said that that's what you saw that's all. That's what you were raised on. The, those values were what you were raised on, and those values was kind of what I was raised on. But my mom also pushed, you know, being in, um, you know, don't rely on men. Don't, you know, don't be tied down. Have something for yourself. So that was always on my mind. Like, I'm not gonna get married till I'm. I already have my career. I'm a CEO. I'm this and I'm that. Um, I didn't think that you could have both. Honestly, I didn't think it was possible to have a successful career and do something for yourself as an individual and be a mum because I didn't see that um you know my mum was the best mum that she she was but because she was a single parent she had to work so there was many times that you know she wasn't in the house she wasn't at home my sister and I had kind of of had to fend for ourselves and kind of grow up from a young age so I didn't see I didn't get a chance to see women who had that balance who were able to have a career that they wanted as well as have the family that they wanted so for you how was it you know manifesting it into reality was it really simple to kind of say you know this is the career I want to go to I'm just going to do this this is family I want and and then for it you know some I'm trying to say like you know saying it is one thing but actually having it happen is another thing like what was that transition like? So
1: yeah, don't get me wrong. My mum, so like you, I came from a single parent home. My my dad died when I was one, and so my mum and my sister came here in nineteen ninety four. And because of my mum's experience, us and her bringing us here, she had a lot of hopes and dreams for us. And she she really, um, and she used to be a teacher in my country, and she's very pro education. She will. um, you um to study to do the best at school and have a stable career. And as I was growing up, I was really good at business, and I did um and I got A's and I did really well. And so what I did was when I finished at sixteen, I went to college um in um in London and I did business and I got high marks and. So uni to do business so originally at 15 I um, wanted to do hair and so I got a Saturday job in a salon <coughs> and I would work and put that little bit of money aside <coughs> and do um, and and um, was doing that but then I thought oh I've got I'm gonna be a hairdresser I want my own salon on my own business one day, I have to know business and be entrepreneurial. <clears throat> so that's where I deviated and kind of just went went with um with doing business, like um encouragement as well from my family that you know we have to finish our studies, we have to finish um our education, especially uni was very, very uh, encouraged in my culture so because of all of that I just kind of deviated and went to college went to uni and and then um um yeah and then I I suddenly it was during uni that I realized that wow I've actually just gone off like from the original plan of where why I'm doing this and what I'm doing this for and um that's when I was about 21 I um I decided to leave you and me and go back to hairdressing. Uh, I found a salon.
0: So so it was even after you're you're married then, so after you got married you're still kind of um, you know, studying and you just kind of had an epiphany like this is not what I originally planned and you went back to your original How was it how easy was it to do that? Was it quite like straightforward to kind of go back to your original plan?
1: um because first I had to break it to my family. So um, I was actually allowed to marry if I if I finished uni. And so that was the, the deal. Um but um during my second year at the end is when I just I decided I can't do this no more. Um it just wasn't for me. I just my heart was in hairdressing and doing hair and um I just had to do it and with the help of God that he just gave me strength to speak to my family and and um my husband was behind me and i'm a very um I'm a very driven person, both me and my husband are very entrepreneurial, and that's what really connected us when we were um before we started dating. We were both doing business, and we're both um very determined individuals. And so um, he knew that when I said to him that I'm not doing uni, he wasn't worried at all. He knew that I was going to find a job, find a course, get back on track, do my hair and just fly. And And he did. uh, (laughs) Because, yeah, (laughs) Um, because of his support, I, within a month, found an academy. I found um, the, um, the best salon. I went to... Um, Mayfair which is in West London it's the very high end um, salon to do my training and work and I was there
0: but do you know what it's true what you're saying because um, I remember when I was at uni I went through a a period because well before I went before I went to university I've always always had a vision of kind of pursuing a career in acting I was like yeah I'm going to act I'm going to act I'm going to act and then um, I think when I was about Seventeen, eighteen. it kind of my career focus kind of changed i think my mom was also on me like you need something stable you need something that will give you an income every month you're gonna make you know you're gonna make money every month don't do something that is you know even if it's your dream don't do something that's risky so i literally had no idea what i wanted to do no idea whatsoever i think i was kind of a one trick pony and but i wasn't even thinking of my future of my future life i was just thinking of now and um I, i wanted to go into nursing and i remember like applying for um applying for different universities i even got into a few universities i think i got into um ucl and another university for nursing and i was just thinking but the only reason I was doing that, honestly, was because you didn't you didn't have to pay for university. So I didn't want to have to pay the money back. Um, and my mum was a nurse as well. But then I realised I hated... That career wasn't for me. So randomly... That's why I know that God had my back the whole time. Because I've always been a person who loves speaking. I've always been a person who, you know... Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial mind, mindset. I've always been someone who's like, okay, what's next? I've, I've always wanted to learn different skills. Yeah, I was very driven and I, I, you know, if there were, but then I was driven and then like, if I see something on TV, for example, and I'm like, oh, I could do that. I'll literally go online and figure out how to do it and then try to find a way to turn that into an income. So um, i managed to get, a, get an opportunity to go to, I literally had to go through clearing. On the last day, I think, of college like the i think on the last day of the deadline you have to wait until everyone got in and i had to call different universities and see what you know courses open and i found the course in marketing and pr and i thought oh i don't even know what that is but that should be fun and when i was in university i actually really really enjoyed the course and i remember saying this in my first year I said, I'm going to have a PR company. Like, this is something I'm going to do. I'm going to start a PR company. I'm going to help, you know, um, businesses get exposure in the press, get exposure, you know, through social media, etc. And I remember two years later, this is while I was in uni. I was talking to one of my friends and then we we're just like, yeah, what's the harm in doing it? I was like, what's the harm? I was like, let me just get one year's experience and then I'll do it. And this is just, I was just saying it at this point. I had no idea what PR was. No idea what marketing was. I kind of went, you know, I was in uni for maybe like six months or so. I've gone through to a few courses. I've maybe watched a few TV shows about, you know, PR companies, but I didn't really know. But that was something in my mind that I was like, I really want to work for myself. I don't want to be a person who works for somebody else for the rest of their life. And then literally, uh, after I graduated uni, I worked for a year and after a year, I I opened my PR company and, 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 you know, it was something that was really scary, something that, and like, I never even knew, you know, how to kind of take the first step, I think someone took a chance on me, it was actually, you know, Bemi, one of my friends, she had, she has a wedding design business now, and she was launching her first collection, and she was like, oh, Victoria, would you help me, and I was like, how do you trust me, I'm literally just a graduate, just been in working for six months, but she trusted me to kind of help with the promo for her um, for her runway and it actually worked out really well and it also enabled me to have a career where I can be a mum and I can be a wife so you know that all kind of worked out on its own I didn't really have that vision in my mind but I knew that you know this was I knew in my mind that I wanted to do something like this but I didn't know what exactly but God literally just guided me but then now after I had a child my plans changed because even though it allows me to, you know, have a career and have a child, I feel like I'll be working too much and not be around Xavier. So now I'm now back in that limbo, like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> but, you know, with you, now, you, you know, after having Liana, and now you're having, you know, your second child. Do you think your, your plans, you know, for future career might change? Or is everything that you're doing kind of still, still accommodating that life?
1: um yes um with hairdressing will always um be a skill that's in my hands that I can always do um with two two babies now it's going to be a bit difficult because it's mobile service so I go to people's homes and very few are allowed into my home um I'm I'm not um not uh, very open like that but I go to mainly their home and so obviously I can't take children or especially um, after the maternity um sorry during maternity I've, I've got maternity and I'm, I won't be, uh, won't be working um so so I am thinking of doing something else with because the more children that I have it's going to be a bit tricky to to do that to do here like as freely as I am doing now um but it's definitely something that I'm always forever going to be doing so it's a case of just opening up my books where I'm doing um, hair and I'm gonna do something new as well alongside of it. So that's coming very soon.
0: <laughs> and you know, it's, it, this, this skill is that's what, one thing that you said, is when you learn a skill that can take you anywhere in the world, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter how many kids you have, you can always still get an income from that skill. So even if, you know, Rosa, you have 10 children living in a mansion somewhere in Hertfordshire, you can still, you can still have this skill that you can use. But do you think, do you think that there is, you know, doing this podcast, this is the second series now. The first series, I was able to interview 10 different moms just talking about their business. And this series, I wanted to do something different and just have specific topics to kind of talk about. But, um, and in speaking on this, I was thinking, you know, is there a shame on women who, you know, from a young age, just want to be a mom and have no side hustles, no hustles, nothing. And just their focus is to be the best parent, to raise their child and to be a homemaker. Like, I feel like, you know, nowadays in society, there's a hundred million ways to make money on through social media, through online, through having your own business. And I feel like if you, if you're a mom and you don't have, you don't want to, you don't have the desire to have a hustle to make money This kind of like oh you must be lazy or something but is there but is there a shame on women who just wants to be who just want to be mums and nothing else Mm.
1: no absolutely not absolutely not definitely um there's definitely in the world because we're christians and we're not of the world but in the world they have this stigma um that you are nothing because all you're doing is is raising kids and you're at home but it's the most hardest job that is 24 hours you never have a break that you can just clock off you finish at five so of course not there should be never a guilt for being a full-time mum and it's something that I have um I have learned and I'm very passionate about that you don't need to have anything to kind of give you worth um more than um, more than just being a mum um because that's the most greatest um greatest job but when i first um so my husband um my husband was asked to pioneer church and so we went out to a different different um town outside of london um from where we were from to open up and so when um when he decided when we decided to do that um thank god he was in a place financially to sustain our household alone just him so from a from um from a year, a few years back i've been at home and so when i when we decided to do that is when i decided to we decided to start for a family um and this was back in 2015 and uh, bless the lord it never it never worked out so perfectly for us and so what I did was I just launched my business and I worked I worked very hard and I um developed a successful business from nothing in a in a foreign town where I didn't know anyone at all and once I opened it just took off um and but at that time during the takeoff where it started flying by itself and me actually um and when I launched, um, there was times where I would be meeting people around the area, or it was just people in general I'd be speaking to, and they'd ask me, "What, what, uh, what do you do?" <laughs> okay, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm a housewife, or um, pioneering, I'm supporting my husband, <laughs> and I used to get a lot of, a lot of strange looks. <laughs> like you're 25. What do you mean, you're housewife? And there's there's like a stigma that comes with it, um, that you you know you're your homemaker. And so easily, I, you could feel very, in you know, sort of like um, insecure that those roles, like mum or housewife, they're insignificant. Um, obviously for me, I was heading towards having a business and and like and being and like, how can I explain? Like, a I lost my words. Like having a business, um, but it's just it, and until the, the day that it just took off. I was getting those kind of comments. Do you know what I mean? Those kind of looks.
0: Um, But then how did that make you, did that make you feel like, oh, okay, maybe I need to have something. Because, you know, it is true what you say. When people ask you, oh, what do you do? And, you know, you're a mum, people think, oh, you're just a mum. Like, is there anything else you do? And if even if you do something else, I feel like, you know, people now lead. Like even me sometimes I find myself leading with my job role and, you know, the things, all the you know, all the side hustles that I have before I lead with I'm a mom, Cause I feel like oh if I say that I'm a mum or if I say that I'm just a mum will be like, oh, but we're living in the age now where you can be anything, where you can even, even being, even when you're at home with your child, you can have an online business, you can start this, you can start that. Like, how come you're not thinking of that? But it's like, why is there, why should I, why can't I just be what I am? Like, I think what you said is true. Like being a mom is probably the hardest job role you can have because it is 24 seven with no break and it, that doesn't take away from your your role in like as a in the house because literally I was telling my sister the other day I was like I've turned I was I was mocking but I was like I've turned into a house girl because I was like I can't wait to go back to work and just have someone else you know help me with my child I know that's really bad to say but that's that's literally how I feel because I, I wake up in the morning I go to bed at 11. I'm up by 6. I have to clean the house, make breakfast, um, make sure Xavier's bathed and ready for the day, make sure my husband has some lunch, tidy up the house again, do some laundry, dry the laundry, um, you know, tidy up the house again, make sure my son's put to bed, make sure my son's entertained, take him out, all that. And it's like, that's so much work to do that is so much hassle and when i leave when i'm when i when i can't be bothered to go out and i leave him at home i feel bad cuz i'm like oh he hasn't even like gotten fresh air today he hasn't even seen outside okay let me take him outside for a bit but then i'm like oh i have to be back by this time before my husband gets back cuz i have food on the table so he has some dinner and if i don't prepare dinner then i feel bad cuz it's like what have i been doing at home all day but i've been doing all of this at home so i'm actually even though it's really bad to say i'm looking forward to just getting some break Mm-hmm. Even if it's for half of the day, and I really, really rate women who, um, who, who actually make the make the choice to stay at home, because it's a harder decision to stay at home than it is to go back to work.
1: To work, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's there is no, there shouldn't be no shame that if you're just a full time mom, and you've got just the one, and some have got two, three, four, oh. and they carry on, and and so what what shame is that you've got you've got how many mouths how many be- beings that you're trying to keep alive Yeah. <laughs> so no not at all not at all for me the reason why if i'm young that i yes i wanted to be a mom at home with my kids and and um look after my husband the reason why i wanted to have something on the side is so is for me so it's so that is um so i'm not like disconnected from the outside world yeah i'm still living in reality because what can happen is that you live in your or well, you can start to create your own little world like lone little bubble like you have your friends you go out to your play groups your your things and your fa- um and you go out with family and so then you're not around you know different types of people and i'm um, not connected to like reality and so that was for me that's why I I said I wanted to continuously work and also that I'm not just talking baby language all day and changing diapers yeah and etc because I've only got one and I want to carry on to have more and one is coming um. but carry on to have more uh, God willing but that can I can easily just be in a routine where I'm just doing baby, baby, babies, babies, babies all day, all and day you 24-7 lose yourself in and you're just around your friends, you link up with your friends, like how are you in play groups and have people around in the evening that are friends or, or family and it's, that's not that's not real life, you need yeah. to be out in the community, in the world and be with others that just are not like you is good for you and your sanity as well (laughs) Well that's what I think
0: no do you know what that is that is so true because even me sometimes I can't be around this you know the other if mums that are not my friends sometimes I can't be around them too much because all we talk about is Babies, because that's the only thing we have in common. Like, oh, my baby's rolling. Oh, my baby's walking. Oh, my baby's got teeth. Oh, my baby's got ten teeth, and it becomes almost a competition, like whose baby's developing the the best and the fastest. But then, if I'm around, you know, women who are mums that are my friends, we can separate that talk. We don't have to only speak about our kids. We can actually speak about, you know, the current affairs. Speak about, you know, life and reality. So that's why sometimes, even during my maternity leave. I'm I'm I have to I'm particular in taking time off, going to certain play groups, and you know taking time off and not being around Xavier all the time, and being around women who don't have children, being around women who aren't married, you know, just so that I get like that whole, that whole you know, life, like just so I can you know talk about yeah get yeah that's the word get a better perspective on life rather than it just be one track, but then how but then how important it is to kind of plan and my mom used to always say if you fail to prepare you prepare to fail she always says that to me about life or whatever but how is it? how important it is to kind of prepare and plan your lifestyle and the life that you want to live from a young age rather than just you know winging it as you go along which is what I did <laughs>
1: um yeah so two things I would say is have a definite clear vision actually three things have a definite clear vision um on on like the lifestyle that you want to have um when you're older 28 29 30 going into your 30s what kind of life do you want to live um and that could be do you want to um be at home full-time and just be dedicated to that or do you want to have equal balance between part-time work or what kind of life and then also Just even in general, in terms of financial freedom, what kind of lifestyle do you want? Do you want to be, um, do you want to have assets and and be financially free and not be always working until that you hit, you know, 70? Or do you want to um, be financially free from a younger age, um, earlier? Um, So it's um, very, very important to know or have a vision of what kind of life you want for yourself and so then you make decisions and it keeps you in line in track in trying to get to that end destination end goal life isn't perfect and so you deviate like i've i've explained that um you know i went off track a little bit and then god helped me and brought me back um and even for yourself and um um so it isn't perfect but if you can and I'm, um, from my life example that I can look to is because from a young age I made that choice that I knew exactly what kind of life I wanted and um, and, I, and I knew what kind of career that would allow me to have the life I want want to live um, so is having a clear vision um, for yeah for your, for the a lifestyle that you want to live um, and also bearing in mind that time is very very important um if you if you're a person that starts to pick up this pick up that be a jack of many trades but a master of none you are cheating yourself because it, it actually affects your credibility it actually affects um how you look to others and also just your 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 steps ahead Um, I know that the world is forever developing and as the world moves on you go with it but if you are picking up this doing this course I'm doing um, a vet course and I'm doing a photography course and I'm doing a makeup course and I'm doing and you're doing all these things but you never master it and you never just tune in into one thing or two things and just dedicate yourself to it you kind of you're not allowing yourself to see the potential like of you know the success that you can have in it um so yeah, just finding what you like and um and just going going for it like full dedicated to it, yeah, and also if you choose something that you really enjoy, you'll never work a day a day's work in in, in all your life like you'll you'll never have to work because
0: you love what you're doing um yeah but you know what that's what the second thing that you said i think that's the biggest lesson that i have ever learned in in business not being a jack of all trades but being a master of um of one because when i was growing up i've always liked to you know When I see something, I'm like, oh, let me try it, let me try it, let me try it, let me try it. And I tried a million of different things. Even, you know, when I was at university, every summer I had an internship in a a different company. Because I was like, oh, I don't know what I like, let me try different things. But until I focused on PR, I think I wanted to do something. I I wanted to go into a career that I enjoyed, but I wasn't good at, versus the career that I enjoyed and I was good at. And I think until I really focused on a career that not only I enjoyed, it came naturally to me, but I really was good at That's And I only focused on that alone and I dropped all the other little side hustles that I was doing. That's when I really saw true success and that's when I saw true income. And that's when I, that's when I actually saw that, okay, this could be something that I can do. If I really, really focus all my time on it, it could be something that I can do as a full-time career and um and just have that as um as passive income and like work 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 while I'm young while I have no responsibilities and then you know and then potentially grow my business have employees so I can just sit back and just not be not working too much but still see the income and i think i think someone said that to me as well and i was like and i never saw it as that i thought oh why not have a skill in everything and you know see what you like but actually if you focus on one thing that's when you see the true success So that's, that's, that's probably one of the biggest, you know, lessons, if anyone should learn (laughs) to learn, you know, especially in this podcast, we're talking about visualizing success from a young age. If from a young age, you see your, your life as a certain way, and you know, you plan it and say, okay, in order for me to get my life to this, here is the steps that I need to take. If you just focus on those steps, you will end up getting to where you need to get to. But it's when you kind of deviate and go here and there and here and there and here and there, and then you get to that end goal and you think, oh why haven't I why I know am I not seeing what I want? Why am I not seeing the success that I envisioned from a young age? It's probably because you didn't focus on it. says so it's, it's all about focus. It's all about focus. But yeah, thank you so much, Rosa. You've been absolutely great. <laughs> I loved having you. Everything is so much nuggets.
1: What I would also add is um if you if you can add it is that not everyone's gonna um not everyone is going to wave in their banner for your vision. So you might get people that don't understand what you're doing because it's not happening right now. It might yeah. be in, like, three, four, five, six years' time. But you just give them a nice little smile. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't oh, you, are you, You're at home with your baby. Oh, is that what you're mm-hmm. I mean, you know what you're doing. You know. Mm-hmm your home you know your your future what you you've got planned and so yeah just to brush them people off because they can have an effect on you because if you not everyone is is encouraging <laughs> let's, let's say it like that
0: it's true it's true and you know and also don't tell everyone what you're doing you know sometimes mm. sometimes just do your thing in secret and let and let the success speak for itself Mm. Sometimes you know People have an opinion Which is you know Good and bad But people can put you off
1: mm. What you want
0: to do So just do whatever you want to do
1: Definitely Especially from a young age As we're speaking about Yeah From a young age uh, You're telling them That I want to Do this Do this You know and, and you're like 16 How can a 16 17 You're 18 Know what they want in life Of course Of course they can um, That's what makes them An individual And so They can foresee when they're a twenty-eight, twenty-nine, ten years from now, um, what they would like. And um that's why we have to be careful and mindful
0: of our words. Yeah. But one more question before you go. Um, if you had to give an advice to, you know, someone who's either in your position, who has a family is um is you know a homemaker has a business on the side or has a vision of what they want their life to be in the next few years what advice would you give them to kind of um to kind of find the way to have the career that they want and the family that they want and find that right balance
1: oh it's perspective like we said before is never forget the reason why because obviously this board podcast is for mummies and business never to forget the reason why you have a side hustle that you're doing it yes for yourself but you're doing it for your children first and if it's taking you away from your home and um, sacrificing their time because of your trying to build an empire career then you've lost perspective like stay on with the right the right, right right frame of mind that you're doing it so that you're fully involved in their life and also for yourself as well but Um, yeah always keeping on the vision like on perspective
0: do you know what I just love you Rosa because that that that's been something that I even needed to hear if what you're doing is taking like it's true I have a business because I want to be able to provide for my family and I want to be able to you know do something that my son and my children can be proud of if what I'm doing is taking me away from them then what's the point do you know what I mean so you know what there's
1: a letter by. the, the the is he the founder of apple if you actually yes read... yes i saw that it was all over exactly. instagram and um what does it profit when we gain a lot because um we can have like um we can have like loads of nice things and definitely i love those things for <laughs> you'll ask my very close friends i do love my things <laughs> <laughs> and the <my laughs> holidays we do like nice things but always you have to have the right um the right the right perspective like and that's what that's what that's what um balance is all about as well, just having the right balance between home life, kingdom business and um and work life
0: and that's it that's literally the we'll end on that perfect way to end. thank you so much, Rosa. you've been so amazing um drop some nuggets. Wrote loads of things down even it's been really helpful for me as well like you know even me doing the podcast is all for me to learn not just for you know the woman or whoever's listening to it to learn but for me too um and thank you all so much for listening i hope this encourages you to visualize success you know you're never ever too old to visualize what you want to do in the next 10 years i'm still you know trying to you know figure out my life as well so i'm definitely going to go back on this podcast and really figure out where i want to be the next 10 years and how i'm going to achieve that and still not lose perspective on um, what really matters um yeah keep keep an eye out we have new episodes every week make sure you subscribe so you can receive a notification once the episode has been released so you can listen to it first don't forget to check out Rosa on Facebook, Rosa James Hair, you can find her there, she's a specialist at Great Lengths UK, she's an amazing um, hairdresser, so check her out, um, have a look at her pictures and feel free to contact her if you need any consultations, I'm sure she'll be happy to help and yeah, thank you all for listening and see you again soon, bye!